I definitely am learning how to talk myself up a little bit more because to me, it's just like, oh, working for Essence or working for BET, it's like, oh, okay, I was glad I had the opportunity, but I don't think I really think about it on like a, a bigger scale on how some people think about it. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, that gave me the opportunity to be able to say, hey, yeah, I have done this. It, it was pretty cool. Maybe I do have a story that I can share with people. I'm Tierra Drake, and I'm the founder of Girls on Another Level. In a nutshell, Girls on Another Level aims to progressively empower women who are a catalyst for success. It is my mission to highlight African-American women who are well-established in their careers. What is needed are inspiring and real stories from women who have experienced things and can help guide other young women on their desired career path. My passion is to explore women's stories and what it really takes for women to be successful. The goal is to elevate and inspire the minds of women while they navigate their journey to a beneficial future. With the voice God gave me, I am committed to helping others become a girl on another level. I'll just start off by giving you a little background about myself. Um, my name is L'Oreal Major, and I am originally from Miami, Florida. So I'm a long ways from home being in New York City. But um, I attended school in Tallahassee at Florida a University, and there I studied broadcast journalism. So while I was in school, um, I had a little bit of a hiccup where I stayed out of school for maybe about a year and a half, almost two years. But once I was able to enroll back in school, I was like, full force, full focus after that. And I got the opportunity to get like a lot of hands-on experience with broadcast journalism to see like if I really would, if this was for me, if it wasn't for me. Cause I kind of went into college not really knowing what I wanted to do per se. Like, you know, some people they like, oh, I want to be a, a medical major. I want to be a, um, um, you know, business major. Me, I didn't really know. So with FAM, I had the opportunity to, um, dibble and dabble in a lot of things in journalism because the way the program is set up, like they have their own news TV station downstairs. They have a radio um, station on campus that, you know, it's like live broadcast to Tallahassee throughout Tallahassee. So I got Mm -hmm. that experience and I, it kind of led me into getting an internship with a local news station there. And I started off as like, um, you know, just shadowing people and they kind of took a liking to me and that eventually led them to offer me a part-time opportunity while I was still in school. So with going into my last year, I was working at the news station as a morning editor, which was like really, really tough because my shift was like at 2.30 and I would have to turn around and have to go to like an 8 a.m. class. Oh no. (laughs) It was a little intense. It was a little intense. But looking back on it, it definitely helped me understand like character building and um, like how to persevere through things. So after I graduated, I still stayed there for a little bit, but I ended up getting another opportunity with EW Scripts through a fellowship program where they kind of place you at different news stations as either a a producer or a reporter. So I went the producer route because that's what I was kind of already familiar with, with working at um, the news station in Tallahassee and also the program side of FAMU working in the producer side. So Mm -hmm. after leaving Tallahassee, I went to Cape Coral for Myers and 
I was there for a year because the fellowship was only a year and I got a lot of experience, a lot of experience, um, not only work experience, but life experience as well, too. And it was a good opportunity, but I definitely was not happy. I wasn't happy. And that situation taught me to listen to my body because if my body is reacting some way to something then that means that something is off and that you are able to have happiness happiness is out there you should be able to go into work and love what you do so i knew my happiness was i always wanted to be in new york and that situation pushed me i was like you know what i'm not looking for another uh, media opportunity in in Florida because I felt like the only thing that I can do in Florida was take the news route. So I packed one bag. I was able to get on to New York Fashion Week, you know, um, and work as like a production assistant at a couple of shows, which was really mm-hmm. cool. And I just told my mom, I was like, okay, I, you know, I'm just going to go work New York Fashion Week um, because I did just as a backup plan, I did take another job opportunity in um, Pennsylvania at a news station there as a backup. You know, I always have to have a backup plan. But once I got to New York, I was like, oh, no, I can't leave. I cannot <laughs> leave. And I end up letting the job know in Pennsylvania, which, you know, subconsciously, I wasn't really planning to go there because I only called one apartment complex to see you know see about apartments so I subconsciously I wasn't really planning to go right Uh, but (laughs) I just like okay you just have to have something just in case but once I got to New York and I saw the rats and I smelled like all the (laughs) pink (laughs) I know it may sound crazy but I just like, I love it. I love it. And I just end up calling their moms like, I'm sorry, guys, I cannot come. I cannot come. And I end up staying in New York. I end up staying in New York. I didn't have a job, um, but I had a little bit of money saved already. And, you know, it taught me by taking that route that freedom, yes, freedom is a beautiful thing, but freedom does come at a price. So what are we going to do now to make sure that we we're surviving? So before coming I actually um had a cousin up here who was kind of giving me like a little game about it she was saying you know if you're going to come to New York then temp agencies are the the biggest thing up here so Mm -hmm. reach out to temp agencies so that's how I end up kind of getting my foot in in media um breaking through a little bit I ended up once I decided to stay I probably didn't have a job for maybe like a the first couple of weeks but it wasn't that long after I ended up getting an opportunity at a fashion firm and I know this sounds like the typical New York story but it it really played out that way I ended up getting on as a receptionist at a fashion firm and I was only supposed to be there for one week and I started in October and I ended up leaving I stayed all the way until May and the only reason why I left in May was because I ended up getting on with Essence. And that was another thing. Um, Essence itself was an internship. And I put in my mind, I was like, well, you know, if you're going to take the route that you're going to take, L'Oreal, like you have to be humble. You're coming to a big city where everybody is pursuing like some of the same things. And you can't just expect to say, hey, I arrived. Like, give me my job. Give me my opportunity. Like you have to sometimes take those opportunities that 
you may feel quote unquote like you're above or that you've already done you know just so you can get your foot in the door and so that's how I end up getting on with Essence I end up just applying for like an internship through them like months before and you know I forgot all about it and then this lady just wrote me and was like hey you got the position I was like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) so I end up being in their creative marketing department and I end up coming on um during their 25th um anniversary of essence fest so it was imagine it being a very hectic time they're trying to put on this big festival from their new york office that they're transporting all the way to new orleans so in that position i end up getting to learn a lot more about even though it was on the marketing side it was still media for me and it was a different aspect of media that i was able to tap into so it was magazine which i when i think back on it i was about maybe about 15 16 i had already started creating my own magazine called L'Oreal's Word Up. So that was kind of like a full circle moment for me. And I was able to get um, more experience with like the Photoshops and, you know, the Adobe softwares and help bring their, help bring their vision to life. And it was really a really, really good opportunity. And I would say the program itself was about six weeks or so. Like it was the entire summer and it was a beautiful experience just being able to be in a atmosphere where everybody pretty much looked like you and um you know you just felt comfortable and it it made you like want to go to work and it was such a, a a strong contradiction to what I had already experienced at my last job in Florida with the news station um and that moment in essence let me know like I made the right decision by taking that leap out and starting all over and chasing my dreams in New York wow Yeah, it it was really cool because, you know, I think sometimes you need those little key reminders to remind you because it can get hard. Like, New York is a hard city. Like, you know, nothing is handed to anybody here. And when they call it the concrete jungle, they mean that. (laughs) (laughs) They mean that. So you have to look for those little silver linings that help you realize, like, hey, I did make the right decision. Okay, I really, you know, walking out on faith can lead you to, like, a bigger picture. So after I end up finishing with Essence, ironically, BT called. I forgot I even applied through Viacom. I don't even think I applied to BT directly. I probably just applied to something at Viacom, you know, through their website. Mm-hmm. And they ended up calling and I ended up going in for um, the interview. And that same day that I had an interview with them, I had an interview with uh, Miss USA. So I'm running from my Miss USA interview all the way to BET's interview. And the crazy thing is I really wanted the Miss USA. I really, really wanted to work with them. I really did. And, but once I stepped into BET's office, it was like a feeling that came over me. It was like, this is where you belong. This is where you belong. And Miss USA didn't work out, which was okay, but BC did. And I didn't even get through the full first interview before she said, I'm just going to offer you another interview on the spot so you can go ahead and meet, you know, another person that I want you to meet. And I was like, okay. And even with that interview, it was a little crazy because um, the resume that she was reading off of, I had to stop her in the middle of it. And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) What resume is that? Because it was (laughs) that was just like... Oh, this is when I first got to New York type stuff. That's what I'm saying. It, it just, 
every timing is everything everything aligns the way that it's supposed to align when you least expect it because i was not expecting that call i didn't even remember even applying for anything for BET or Viacom. So I ended up just having to give her my new resume to show her, of course, you know, Essence and of course other things that I had been working on at the time. Cause I ended up taking little gigs, like helping people work on their web series as like a production assistant. Um, like I said, it just goes back to like humble beginnings. That was my mindset. Not, you know, accept anything and everything, but know when, when to sacrifice and when to humble yourself and say, hey, this is something that can help launch me further into what I'm trying to do, the bigger picture. So at BET, I was in their creative department as well too, and I was a production assistant for them. So that was really, really amazing because even though I had already worked in television, that mm-hmm. gave me the entertainment side of television. So it taught me how to actually put campaigns together. So whenever you see something on BET that says, this program was sponsored by Dove, X, Y, and Z, I was responsible for making sure that I got in contact with the um, the, the voiceover talent to make sure they knew their script that they was reading. Um, I had to go up into edit and make sure that the background for certain colors, whether it was BT her, had their own color pattern and BT itself has its own color pattern. So I was able to learn how to roll out campaigns like the BT 40 campaign. I worked on that, pulling a lot of assets and videos for them, which was really cool because the little kid in me really came out. Like <laughs> I remember when BT had like Cedar's World on there and you know, they had like a certain shows called like Daddy Koo and uh college hill so oh yeah yeah it was it was so dope like being able to go through all that archive footage and look at certain stuff and have to pull certain assets and materials to help like the bigger campaign come together like 40 years of bt i was i was like a kid in the candy store i got (laughs) lost (laughs) i was i was like a kid everything people could be talking around me and i was just like look at all of this old bt that position also too it was a freelance position and i also want to um clarify like freelance does not necessarily mean free sometimes people get that are in the freelance world sometimes get paid better than somebody that's in a um, permanent position in a staff position Mm -hmm. so um i knew that that was coming to an end too eventually i started with them that september yeah i started with them that september and my contract with them was all the way up until june so I had a, you know, a little wiggle room. Um, and one day on LinkedIn, I'm very, very, very active on LinkedIn. Like I love LinkedIn. Um, I end up getting a, a message from this recruiter and the recruiter worked for the HR department at Cheddar TV. Mm-hmm. And by this time I'm still, you know, in the freelance world, but of course life is happening. You need benefits. You need a little bit more money. You need a little bit right. more money. <laughs> especially in the in the big apple uh it's a lot of uncertainty here but i ended up writing him back and you know he was just like yeah come in for an interview you know we're looking for a production assistant slash producer you know ap producer role like is that oh is that okay with you so i'm like yeah that's that's okay i you know some of the the things the outlines the guidelines that they want they were listing anyway i was familiar with so um i end up going in doing the interview i interviewed with four people in one day 
And I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, okay, you know, whatever. And they end up calling me back and they were like, yeah, you got the position. So things once again aligned because I knew that, and that was February of um, last year of 2020 when I got that position. And like I said, with BT, I knew that my, my time with them was going to end in June. And so it just aligned where I ended up getting my full-time position. And of course, that was something that I couldn't resist. And, you know, BT totally understands that they totally understood and they wish me well. I wish them well. I still keep in contact with some people from there. Um, I still am a little like starstruck a little bit that I even had the opportunity to work at a network that I grew up watching. Um, but with Cheddar, um, there now I am that's where I still am currently that's where I'm employed and with them I work mostly with the stock market so it's like I said with media you can get lost in media because it's so broad and that's why I take such pride in my journey because I've been able to touch so many different entities of media from magazine to the the entertainment side now to the stock market side you know dealing with the Wall Street stories dealing with the game stocks and you know learning how to invest learning like how to become a lot more financial stability because when you constantly surrounding yourself with that information every day you have no choice but to kind of like it, it becomes a part of you so i do there i am a production assistant slash ap associate producer where i do a lot of writing my writing um is for my on-air talent i have to cover stories ranging from uber to the big thing that's been going on now has been the game stop and everything you can think that is affecting the markets, I cover it. We even cover the coronavirus because that that affects the stock markets. Um, so I've been with them since February of last year. And well, excuse me, March of last year. And it's been a very, very, very interesting experience because I never thought that I would work for the stock markets. Once again, I before even working for Cheddar, I, I was familiar with them. I had seen a couple of their episodes before, but never did I think that, hey, Cheddar, and for me to never have even applied to them, for, mm-hmm. to a position for them, I'm like, yeah, that's the lining. Once again, those little things that let you know, like taking, stepping out on faith, it really did work out in my favor. So I really do enjoy my position there. Um, but outside of corporate America, I know that my calling is a lot bigger than that. Like I started my own um, t-shirt line, t-shirt and tote bag line. And it is called the year of the melanin. I started that back in 2015 and it's my baby. It's my baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, anything with business. I, I don't come from a background where I necessarily can say, oh, I had m- mentors or, you know, certain people around me that ran successful businesses. Um, so I'm learning a lot as I grow. And the one thing dealing with my own business in the year of the melon and also being in media, it has taught me that it is okay to start over. It is mm-hmm. okay to sometimes like feel down it's okay it's okay to acknowledge your emotions in the in the moment but just don't stay there and that's why I am right now with my um brand because I feel like corporate America if I'm just going to be completely honest and blunt corporate America is not for me my spirit is too free a person that can pack one bag and move to New York and say hey I'm yeah I'm just gonna stay you are a free spirited person definitely (laughs) (laughs) 
and it's okay and it's okay and it's okay for the people who who feel like that that causes them you know a little anxiety like oh i can't do that that's okay too like that's fine but i know that my message and what i'm supposed to bring to the world is a lot bigger than corporate america and that's why right now with my brand the year of the melon i am in a stage of rebranding because i think i was a little like I, I i was so uncertain like what am i supposed to do with this like you know uh, social media maybe maybe not responding as well as i thought they would respond to it you know or xyz you know you just have so many things that play on your mind but i've taken a step back and once again acknowledge my feelings but i just don't stay in those feelings like so i'm in my rebranding stage with my brand because i know that that is going to be my meal ticket out of corporate america i love corporate america i commend the people who who can do it but i know that my messaging is a lot bigger than what corporate america could offer me i i believe i'm supposed to create opportunities for people that corporate america has created for us wow oh my goodness that's amazing i think just from listening to your story um so far it's just like you're able to just take that risk and take that jump and you know you've landed in different positions and different roles within media to where you know sometimes you know there'll be someone who may be a news anchor but they were just so passionate about you know being a news anchor mm -hmm. which is fine but you never got the chance to like you said media is so many different entities within media so not being able to get that experience and you know that kind of holds people back a little bit when they want to take that jump but right. they're so used to what they know and you know they might have that little inkling like yeah i want to be my own boss or mm -hmm. yeah i want to be able to help others but where do i start and they feel like it's too late because they you know been stuck with this one position in this one career and you know they end up not being as happy as they would want to so That's with you true. having a free spirit like that definitely help you with aligning all these different you know jobs that you've had and learning what you want what you don't want and you know kind of taking what you have and jumping from what you have to creating something bigger than that so that's truly amazing and i would definitely say if anything it's not it, like i think we've been conditioned to think a certain way for so long like oh you're supposed to have this this and this and this and this and this aligned you know and if and if you color outside those lines then it's not as pretty it's not going to work as well and that is so not true that is so not true if anything the biggest thing that we can take away from it and why we should color outside of the lines we survived four years of donald trump Oof. we survived four years of donald trump and there's some people who weren't able to survive this pandemic alone you know, like it, it's so disheartening that so many people have lost their lives during this pandemic. So I use that as my push and my motivation to be like, uh-uh, oh no, limit what, limit who? And I remember before I even moved to New York, I had um, one of my uh, former coworkers. I was like, you know, I just shared a little bit. I was like, you know, yeah, I'm thinking about going to New York. And it's not like I wasn't applying to jobs in New York because I was, it just, mm -hmm. it's a hard market to get into. It's the number one market you know, for everything really. Um, so 
he told me, he was like, yeah, you, you got to work your way up to New York. Work my way up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, my name is L'Oreal. You don't even know. You don't. And I think that on that conversation, because if I would have allowed him to hinder me from color outside of the lines, mm-hmm. I would have probably still been in a situation or in a lesser situation than what I am now. So you have to listen to, sometimes you have to really block, and it sounds so cliche, I know, you have to block outside, you know, block the outside voices out and everything, but no, you really have to, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust your own strength, you have to trust your own faith, you have to trust what your body and your spirit is telling you, and if it's telling you to move, move. Wow, that's crazy that you brought that up, of us being conditioned to think a certain way, because I Mm -hmm. actually... um, just got a book that I just started reading it's called the four agreements mm-hmm. and the first chapter is talking about you know we've been designed and domesticated to think a certain way act a certain way and the book is just basically teaching you to you know let all of that go and forget what you've learned and rebuild it to where you're not just doing what society would expect you to do because eventually you get to a point where okay I'm not happy because I'm just doing this because everybody does this or this is what I'm expected to do so that's crazy that you brought that up because I'm like I'm looking at the book now like yes oh you know I have some some people think you know I'm a little I'm a little crazy but I do have this this saying that I kind of go by and you know I hope it's not too much for your platform or anything but I definitely tell people all the time. I'm like, I'm a free slave, baby. Yes, I love I'm, I'm that. A free slave. Like, what do you mean? Like, no, mm-mm. you do not have to. And I'm a big advocate for it. And especially now, because I think, you know, our generation has definitely helped push the narrative of um, mental, mental health importance. And I'm a big advocate for it. If you feel like you're about to explode if you feel like that's why i say you have to listen to your body because your mental health is very important sometimes people put themselves or do dangerous things because they are unhappy and it's not worth it like my happiness is way more important than anything than what i've been conditioned to talk and believe so mm-hmm. it, um, having to unlearn those traits are very hard and it's very uncomfortable but i'm learning how to become comfortable with being uncomfortable Oh, yes. Yes, that's it right there. It's <laughs> definitely tough, but it's like at this point and with our generation, it's like you have to. We we are that generation that challenges. We, we're the why. Like we're not yep. just going to settle for, you know, what we know, what we've grown up with. We gonna, I, I know I am. Why I got to do this? What, what's going to happen if I do this? Like, right. why? Like, <laughs> Look what you're doing now. Look at the platform that you've already created for yourself. You know, you're giving other people, you're you're sharing your own story by giving people the opportunity to share their story. That says a lot about your character. Wow. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just speaking facts and stuff. Words of affirmation is my number one love language. So I, I believe in the power of words. So that's why I told you this, what you're doing is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing because even if you may feel like it's it's not, you know, maybe growing or going as well as you may have anticipated. I'm not saying that's how you feel, but, you know, 
just hypothetically speaking, just know if you touch one or two people, you done did your mission. You done did your 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 job because word of mouth is still the best form of business. Those one or two people that you done already touched through your podcast through this platform, they're gonna tell two other people. Those two other people are gonna join on to what you're doing, listening to what you're doing. They go to two other people, and that's how it, it continues to grow. So keep pushing forward. Ooh, thank you so much. You got me about to tear up in here, I'm girl. Not- <laughs> <laughs> facts, plus facts. Come on, man. Oh, like thank I said, so the melanin. That's something that I believe in. And you know, even when my brand people have asked me, like, why, why don't you put like a year on it? Like, oh, you're melanin 2021. No, because every year is the year of the melanin. Yes, I love that. Oh my goodness. Yes. And I I did end up seeing that. Um I went on your social media with that and just, you know, sometimes people, they put out businesses and where, you know, let me just start selling shirts, but there's no real message or meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. And so I just applaud you for not, you know, although you said, you know, you wanted to get out of corporate, but starting something and having a message behind it is truly what will resonate with people. And it resonated with me because I'm like, you know, I've seen so many people start these businesses and, you know, they're doing it because that's what the norm is in our generation. Let's be an entrepreneur. But you know, sometimes those those businesses aren't, you know, lasting long because it's, it wasn't meant for you to do, which is okay. Not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but just seeing your business and the meaning behind it and your message, I truly know that this is, you know, you said you're in the process of rebranding, but this is truly going to be something where it speaks volumes to others because just alone the message and then with your free spirit and you know you're always putting in so far with this conversation we've had you're constantly feeding into others which not many businesses do so i already know like once this rebrand hits and you (laughs) come out stronger sis like for real (laughs) thank you thank you i I appreciate that And, and you know if i could just take a moment and you know, with you mentioning the messaging behind it, I definitely have to pay homage to Trayvon Martin, who his birthday just passed as well too, and you know, Mike Brown, and even Breonna Taylor, because, and so many other Black lives who have, who have lost, you know, we've lost, um, because that is what really sparked the year of the melanin, the the height of the Mike Brown. Trayvon Martin, I always say, changed my perspective on the world. Not that I was ever the most patriotic person or anything like that, just being very transparent. Um, but that did something to me. That did something to me because I was a little bit, you know, I was a little bit already on my own, like in college, you know, um, and leaving home too teaches you a lot. So you it helps you see the world differently. So when that happened and, you know, like the verdict and everything, it really was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But then when Mike Brown happened, I remember just being fully, 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 fully engulfed in um, like keeping up with what was going on with CNN, you know, and, and watching watching the story unfold. And I I felt like it was a great awakening and shift happening at the same time mm-hmm. in our community. Um, you know, more women start kind of embracing like the natural look you know going back to the bantu knots and like 
the natural hairstyles and stuff like that. It was like a shift that I felt like what was happening. And I just was like, I want to create something that my people can be proud of and can fully embrace. Because if we're going to be honest, the world is not catered to us. Mm -hmm. We're constantly having to conform to the other side of the world. So I knew that whatever I created, I wanted my people to feel good about it. And a lot of people at the time, you know, that I was around, like when I first started pushing it, they didn't even know what melanin was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, baby, what, what do you What's mean? going on? <laughs> what, thinks, what, the, what do you think you got your extra sparkle from? Like, come on. <laughs> so I ended up realizing like, oh my goodness, like this is, uh, I'm kind of educating people with this too. And I didn't think of it like that. I was just like, you know, not that you know I'm looking down on anybody that didn't know what melanin was you know because you use those type of moments to educate people because I don't know everything you know so you have to be a teachable spirit and then you got to recognize when it's able when you're able to teach others too so that was the messaging really behind the brand for me and that's why I said I would tell anybody that I say Trayvon changed my life but Mike Brown is what kind of really sparked like I have to do something that whatever I do I want my people to take pride in I want them to feel good about so every time I see somebody like in the year the melanin shirt because I became known as like kind of like the melanin girl like oh your melanin popping like you know I kind of became known as that so mm-hmm. um yeah I just I just that was the whole thing that's why I said I don't put a date on it because every year is the year of the melanin that's amazing i love it i love it already like (laughs) that is truly amazing wow oh my goodness your story has been interesting like just for you to take risk and you know jump into different careers different fields it's truly that's truly amazing i love how everything you know when you thought you know things would be unsure got lined it up to where yep. you have something else you know you don't have to worry and that's that's truly amazing that also plays a factor with faith and you know just just trusting in him because you know you may not know what his plan is but he's always in control so just for you to even share your experience um and your journey has I know the listeners are going to truly enjoy and appreciate this, but um, as we wrap up, you have, even though you're rebranding, you have to let them know where they can find um, Year of the Melanin um, and any other social media platforms or websites you want to share. Okay. So you can find Year of the Melanin on our IG page. It is iTraces. 2015 so it'll be i and it'll be traces t-r-a-c-e-z not an s i had to be a little different (laughs) (laughs) z and then the year 2015 so that's our ig page you can find us on there and on our page we actually have a direct link to where you can purchase um your new melanin shirts and tote bags it comes in um different colors the shirts do come in two different colors and we have crop tops as well too and tote bags um like I said, we are in the rebranding stage, so we'll have more things added onto our website. So that's where you can find us on there. Okay, awesome. 
Well, I do want to say thank you once again. I know I keep saying thank you, but I I knew this was going to be a, a special story. So I just want to say thank you for being open and sharing your story and, you know, giving inspiration to people who are listening to this episode because it's, your your journey's not over, but thus far it's, it's truly a testament. So thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be transparent. <laughs> thank you for wanting to even listen to my story and give me the opportunity to share my story. Because like I said, you know, a lot of times I don't think I, when it's you, it's you. You're just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just me. Like, but you know, you never know how your story can um, inspire somebody else. And I just want to end on one of my favorite, 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 favorite Bible scriptures is Romans 8, verse 28. Because all things work together for those who love the Lord. Always remember mm-hmm. that. Always. Yes. And that's that's what has kept me going. And that has what has, along with taking leaps out on faith. Whenever I think about those huge steps that I thought was going to fail, I was going to fail at and how it all worked out it's motivation and keep me going so i just want to share that and spread that to somebody else to if you're feeling down right now if you're unsure of what's going to happen or whatever it is okay embrace those feelings but don't stay in those feelings just know that it's all working together for your good yeah look to preach it on this Ah. saturday morning Words of affirmation is powerful. You have to believe it. You have to yes. believe the world is going to constantly keep trying to set you down. So mm-hmm. you have to find the faith within yourself. You have to find the strength within yourself to keep going.